It is Thursday, March 7th, and it's a heater today. Had no idea who this guy was that is our guest on today's show, Ben Askren. You're probably saying the same thing, potentially. Electric 30-plus minute interview oh, yeah. with this oh, guy. Yeah. The man. Nice. I, I, Matt Matreon and I have known each other for a while. Chris Lytle, same thing. Ben Askren might be my new favorite active fighter. Mm-hmm. I think he is. I'm all in this guy's camp. You will be, too. After you listen to this interview, what a... F- it was... I don't know how to... I was going to say fucking electric. Mm-hmm. But I think it was more than that. It was a just a, a yeah. joyful conversation. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get to it. And in June, he's going to be fighting. And guess where we're going to be getting our tickets from? Where? Mm-hmm. You know where. I know where. Mm-hmm. Everybody on planet Earth and the moon knows. Okay. If you're going to get tickets, you only get tickets from one place on Earth. It's the greatest ticket buying app on planet Earth. And that is SeatGeek. Mm-hmm. SeatGeek is the presenting sponsor of the show, which means they paid the most, which means we like them the most, which means you should too. They take <laughs> care of us and they take care of anybody that's looking to buy tickets because they scan all the other ticket buying platforms and find find the best. Yep, best. Mm-hmm. The best. Yeah, the yeah. Best. Oh yeah. The uh, best. Algorithms. Only the best. They find the best. Mm-hmm. What was that? Algorithms. That boy Zito. Mm-hmm. They do though. They make sure you're getting the best bang for mm-hmm. your buck. They make sure you get the best tickets at the best possible prices because that's what SeatGeek does. Is they sell tickets to incredible humans like yourself. And right now, if you use promo code Pat, you get ten dollars off your first order. Wow. Wow. Woo. A lot so, of NBA and NHL tickets up for sale for less than yep. ten bucks. You're yeah. going for free. <laughs> free. Yeah. Free game. You're going for free. You're going to live a little bit. You're going to experience life a little bit uh-huh. from your friends mm-hmm. at SeatGeek because you're not just buying. A ticket, by the way. No, 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 no. no. You're buying a memory. Mm-hmm. You're buying a story uh-huh. at a bachelor or bachelorette party. Uh-huh. Maybe at a at a wedding. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe at a birthday party. Could yeah. be funeral. Oh, yeah. 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 definitely. Yeah. Story better. time happens from going to live events with your friends, going to live events alone. Do whatever you got to do. Just do it with your friends at SeatGeek. Let's get right into this conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us now, fighting out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, standing at five foot ten inches tall, one hundred and seventy pounds. He's a two-time high school state wrestling champion, a two-time college NCAA champion. He was an Olympian. He's nineteen and zero in his mixed martial arts career, ladies and gentlemen. Funky Ben Askren. That was a hell of an introduction. Hey, man. I try my best. You fighters get all that <laughs> shit to happen before you. Yeah, I think you deserved it. Appreciate that. Okay, Ben. Hey, you know, you know, it's not quite as good as Bruce Buffer. You know Bruce Ooh. Buffer? He, he's legendary status on the introduction. Fucking bet's good, by the way. I am, I am okay with uh, going head-to-head with the Buffer family. They just make a lot more money for those pipes. Hey, Okay, Ben, I've been reading up on you. So the way this all came to be, somebody tweeted. They're like, hey, you need to have Ben Askren on the show. Is it Askren? Yeah. Askren. Askren, yep. Okay, good. You need to have Ben Askren on the show. Uh, then it started, it started getting some real action in my mentions and I was like, okay. So I said, Hey, let's do this. You responded and, and you have over a hundred thousand followers on the Twitter. Your first UFC fight was just a week ago. Uh, in my head, I started doing numbers. I'm like, this dude must be a fucking legend on the internet. If he's got over a hundred thousand, his first fight just happened. So th- I'm at 175 as of this morning, I think. That's, that's incredible. And most people in the MMA world would assume that 
only way you can do that is if you go through the UFC, if you get a good push from somebody. Your first fight was literally just a week ago, and there's a lot yeah. of hey, there's a lot of fucking controversy around you. Once I started doing some research, why does Dana White hate you? Why why is this a thing? <laughs> Man, that's, that's a great question. I've been wondering this myself for many years now, and the guy still hasn't uh, he hasn't taken the time to sit down with me and get on the same page or explain that he doesn't hate me or why he hates me. I, I don't frankly I don't really get my feathers ruffled too easily, but I do like to know why things happen and I don't know this one. Okay, so you're nineteen and oh with a no contest, which I don't know all the details. It means it's when Matreon kicks a guy in the balls. Basically <laughs> it's and no, that's only that's my only reference to it. Uh accidentally the guy lowered his level. Yep, yep. Lowered his level, I guess yeah, that's the term. Yep. I'm learning a lot about this. But how do you, I figured in the fighting world, if you're a guy who can fight good, the biggest fight company on earth would want you fighting for them. UFC seems to be the NFL, the WWE, the MLB for fighting. How long has it been that you've sensed like Dana White doesn't like you? That's why you're not getting the call up. Like, how does that whole thing start? How yeah. does that come to be? Well, so really, there was only one. So twice in my career, really. So in 2013. Um, I finished up my concert with Bellator, who essentially was at that point the number two in the world. I was their champion for three and a half years. I was 12-0 and 0 at that point, and I was ranked number seven in the world. And I went up for a free agency. And uh, the UFC said they're interested, interested, interested. And I got my release, and they said, we're not interested. So they pretty much screwed me over. Mm. Bad. Mm-hmm. So I found my way over to an organization called One Championship in Asia, who's there. They were kind of in their infancy, and now they're probably the second biggest in the world. I spent four years there. I was their champion for three and a half years. I was undefeated the entire time. And on November 24th, 2017, I decided, hey, man, I'm done. I had enough. I'm retired. Uh, I retired. I was done. Never, never had my opportunity to UFC. Uh, in October, I got a call from the CEO of one championship and said, how about we trade you to the UFC? Uh-huh. And this isn't, this isn't football or baseball. This has literally never happened. This has never happened one time. This is not in existence. And I said, well, I mean, I'm up for it. It's that if you could do that, if that's even legal. And uh, they traded me. The first trade ever in the history of mixed martial arts, I got traded to UFC. Uh, and like you said, I just had my first fight uh, three, four days ago. Well, you won. Uh, a lot of question around it. Lawler's right arm definitely looked limp there for a second. Yeah. You can understand why the ref stopped it. The ref's name is, what's his name? Herb, Herb Dean. Herb Dean, yeah. Herb, Herb Dean, yep. A lot of people came after Herb Dean. Herb did not deserve that. He's uh, a professional. Uh, Herb, Herb's a fucking professional. He did not deserve that. Yeah. You said, you've come out and said that you're not interested in a rematch with Robbie Lawler. You have said all these things, and your record proves, by the way, that you should be as confident as ever. I mean, from all the way back to being a high school wrestling standout what is next for you what would be the right move for ben Askren? what are you looking for sure i mean the main reason i'm not interested in the rematches i wasn't really interested in the fight in the first place <laughs> uh, you know like man i came out blazing when i got traded to the ufc i called out i think i called out eight of the top 10 guys <laughs> in the ufc and one of the only ones i didn't call up was robbie wallace <laughs> i like him he's a good dude you know i got nothing bad to say about him and, uh, and they forced me to fight him anyways. So I said, okay, whatever. But now it's like, hey, I've been there, done that. I didn't want to fight him in the first place. There's not really another... If, if I beat him again, it doesn't really do anything for me. So I might as well go on and fight someone else. So here's the deal. I'm flying to London next Wednesday night. There's a fight uh, between a guy named Darren Till, who's ranked number two, mm. and George Mazdal, who's ranked number eight. 
That's next Saturday in London, and I figure I'm going to beat up the winner of that one. (laughs) (laughs) How does it feel to be able to say what you just said there, like with full confidence? I've never experienced that in my life. Just being like, all right. Really? I mean, I'm sure you can look at someone in in your room right now and figure you beat them up, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's for real. But it's not like saying... You know what? These two dudes are going to human cockfight over in London, and then I'm just going to beat up whoever wins. Congratulations, whoever wins that fight. You got a chance to get your ass kicked by funky Ben Askren now. That's how you really feel. Uh, no, that's how I feel. I mean, but this is what, this is what we do for a living, right? I train my, I've trained my whole life. You know, wrestling is not fighting, but it's pretty darn close. You get in there and you go arm combat with someone every day, and then... You know, since 2009, I've been I've been training for fighting. That's just, I don't know, that's just what I do. I've had a lot of success, and yeah, I feel very, I mean, honestly, Robbie was in the top 10, if you look at the top 10, besides my good friend Tyron Woodley, Robbie's my hardest matchup. Darren Till, that's an easy night in the park. <laughs> <laughs> why is that? Because the ground and pound situation? Is that yeah, why he's not good he, on the ground? He's, he's from the United Kingdom. They can't wrestle worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They're terrible. They can't wrestle. I'll take them down too easy. I want to let you know this is an international show, so what you're <laughs> saying will echo and ring true <laughs> over in the UK. We interrupt this conversation that you're hearing between us and our new best friend, Ben Askren. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've gotten to the best part yet. It's uh, depending on where Ty decides to cut in and put this. <laughs> but some real magic's about to come out of Ben's voice. Uh, I am so thankful for Ben Askren joining us. And I'm also thankful for our friends at Lisa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Changes your life immediately. Hmm. A good night's sleep. Uh, it really does. Yeah. I, I thought about this earlier. Hot water does not get enough credit in the invention wheel, right? Hot Agreed. water, a shower does not get out of everybody's like sliced bread, wheels, everything like that. Fire. The, the heat fire is also a big one. That's probably where the hot water started. Mm. But hot water can really change everything for you. It can. One shower wakes mm-hmm. you up, makes you feel better. Your body feels better, everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then also in the next vein, I was like, also an incredibly affordable and convenient bed that makes you yes. sleep like a goddamn baby, like uh-huh. Dwayne Wade's new baby <laughs> makes you sleep in a beautiful fashion. It's just one of those things that Lisa has gifted us in this office, which is a great night's sleep because there's a lot of things that a great night's sleep can do. It can recharge you. Yep. Oh, yeah. It can re-energize you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It can remake you invested in something that you haven't been invested in possibly in a long time because you're tired and worn out. Right. Yeah. Can make your ugly baby look better. Whoa. Z, come on. Come on. Attacking babies now? Yeah. At that Jeez. part out, please. Not sure if we forgot to that part yet. Potentially, we don't know. <laughs> Something big coming up around the corner for an idiot in our room. You know who he is. And for you non-idiots out there, there's only one choice here, and that's Lisa Sleep Mattress. It's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Am I right, Ty? Yeah, thousand percent. And I didn't have to go to the mattress store to get it. I didn't have to roll around in other people's bullshit that had been in there before. Uh-huh. I didn't have to listen to the car salesman like mattress salesman guy trying to sleazeball me into buying something I don't no, need. No. Yep. What I did was I went to lisa.com forward slash McAfee, got 15% off of the bed, and it got delivered wow. right to my doorstep <laughs> in a box. That's a lot of percent. I took that box right to my bedroom. Mm-hmm. You, if you're living in a living room take that box right to your living room if you're li- wherever you just take that box you open that box and guess what that mattress is ready to be slept upon pounded upon 
whatever you're looking to do with your mattress in less than five minutes. Mm -hmm. I'd argue and say less than three minutes. I would agree. Do the math. 180 seconds. It's fast. It's fast. Comfy. And it just arrived right at your doorstep. Lisa.com forward slash McAfee. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash M-C-A-F-E-E. Promo code McAfee. Get 15% off anything you order there. And you're going to get the best night of sleep of your life. Correct. And it's going to show up at your doorstep. There's nothing better than that. Shout out Lisa. Back to the convo. Um, Were you a fighter in high school? No, I never. There's only one person I've ever punched outside of when I get paid for it in my life. Uh, that was a college teammate. And no, I never really fought. I mean, I just started wrestling my whole life. But I never, I'm not like angry. You know, I feel like people who can say it's getting fight at a bar. You guys are kind of angry. You got a little chip on your shoulder and hostilities. And I mean, I, I, never, I never felt that way. I never felt the need to beat up some random stranger. You say you're not angry. That's, in, that's been what's been so intriguing to me, meeting all you MMA people. I mean, if you listen to Joe Rogan, he's one of the most depth, most deep human beings mentally that you've ever been around. Now, he'll say it's obviously oh, because yeah. of the DMT and shit like that. But like Matrione, <laughs> Matrione, the same exact way. Like he's a very deep thinker, well thought out, everything he says. Chris Lytle, even the same exact way. You people that get into, and I, yeah, I mean it, you motherfucking people who get into a cage and get into a, a ring, like, there has to be something off or special with your brain. Am I correct in saying that? Uh, I, I think that, hmm. I wouldn't say everyone, because we got a lot of dum-dums in this sport. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That, that's a fact. Uh, but I think there is, uh, there's something about getting in a fight that gives you uh, a little bit of wisdom. You know, it lets you, lets you know a little more about yourself, and especially if you're willing to uh, look inwardly about your experiences in fighting. And, you know, I may be 19 on the cage, but especially talk about my wrestling gear coming up and just in the practice. I got my ass kicked all the time. And it's like, you know, if sport like football, this is what I, this is what I do with college, college athletics. In sport like football, hey, man, if you, if you can't make a starting team in football, they say, hey, buddy, go sit on the bench. You get some, uh, you get some nice gear. You tell the girls you're on the football team. You probably get laid a few times. <laughs> You're a backup on the wrestling team. You just go and get your ass kicked every single day, <laughs> every single day, and that teaches you. That teaches you hard lessons. Uh, I could imagine. I could imagine that. I mean, that is an insane thought, though. I'd never even thought about being a it backup wrestler tough. in a collegiate because you're just a body. You're just a body for you're whoever. The body. That's it, it. Oh my god! Good for you, man. Just getting and, your and, fucking and dick kicked in. Like that, you know. <laughs> Think about that. You're the backup. Backup. Uh, linemen, you probably go to the bars. Chicks are all over you. You're the backup 133 pounder. They don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not a boring wrestling fighter, though. I think that is something that's been interesting because yeah. I watch in Bellator, a place that you were, they're double champ over there. Uh, Bader. Ba yep. Brian Bader. That fight he had with Matreon was the most boring fight I've ever seen in my entire life. Fans are actually booing. Now, granted, I don't take anything away from the ability. Did Matreon play with you? Uh, no, Matreon is from Indy, though. He, he literally passes out in our office like once a week. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, that's funny. But you're an entertaining wrestling fighter, though. I mean, you are like an entertaining guy. You gotta. What can stop you? Is there anybody that can stop you in the UFC? Or do you feel right now you're top of the game? It's only you're just a, uh, a volcano waiting to erupt in the UFC people's Yeah. Head. Yeah? I'd say, I'd say that's what I feel like right now. I mean... Honestly, my toughest fight was, you know, me and Tyron Woodley, the guy who he just lost a championship, actually. Um, 
he was my college wrestling teammate. We've been close since I was 17 years old. So there's this thing where, hey, we, we weren't going to fight each other. Um, and that's my worst matchup. And we, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to fight each other. So I don't really, you know, I'm not ever going to experience that. Um, and so now the guys, when I look at the division, Robbie was my toughest matchup. And now I look at it like Darren Till, I think, I think that's no problem. I think Marty Usman, that's no problem. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, I think all the volcano, volcano waiting to erupt. I can't wait. Your word. All right. Well, let's get away from uh, fighting other humans real quick and talk about you banging chains. <laughs> I got showed a video. Oh, <laughs> please tell me you guys play disc golf. Oh yeah. No, I I don't play it, fucking Ben. I I play real sports. <laughs> you know that. But I I heard uh, we have a guy in here who is a disc golfer, and then we looked on the internet and saw mm. some videos of you playing. You were like elite level yeah, disc golfer, one of the best in the country. Yeah, I took second at Amherst Nationals and then ninth at Amateur World twice. One time I played in Indiana and I got my car robbed, or Indianapolis and I got my car robbed. <laughs> I, I have a white jack area now, like the plague. Uh, so um, you, how do you get into that? Go ahead. How do you get into disc golf? You you got to be from a, are you from like a hippie family? Like how does that happen? Um, you know, I didn't play much in high, I played like, like twice in high school and a bunch of my college team, college wrestling teammates played and I just went out there. And then I got this, like, bizarrely obsessive personality that I, well, I want to be the best at everything. So then I bought a basket, and I put it in my yard, and I just putted and putted and putted. And then I played in the tournament, and then I got pissed. I freaking lost at the tournament. And so then I, I just wanted to beat everybody, and I practiced a lot. And I didn't, I didn't win. I, I, I almost won. I was one stroke away from winning the amateur nationals, oh! which was my goal. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> Do you ever play, uh, what's that other one where they play the football with the ultimate, ultimate frisbee? Ultimate. That's too much running, man. I work out for a living. <laughs> That's, you got to run a lot. You got to run and run and run. When I asked you uh, when we were DMing each other, you said you have a vast, yeah. vast amount of subjects you could conversate about. What is something that you enjoy that nobody would guess that uh, one of the greatest human cockfighters oh. is into? Then no one would guess. You know what? I try to listen. I try to. Uh, I I try to like put my whole life out there. Especially with social media now, so I don't feel like there's anything that's too surprising. I, I read a lot. I love to travel. I've been to all 50 states. Mm. I've been to every park, nas every national park in the lower 48. Mm. Played 750 disc golf courses. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see what else. I'm building a disc golf course on my property. Oh, my yeah, property. I got lots of fun. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> I forgot you already retired. I forgot you already had a full career. <laughs> what part of Asia was? It? Is that Japan? Uh, well, I fought most of the companies uh, located out of Singapore, but I fought in Singapore, Manila, Dubai, uh, and, some, and, and Shanghai. Okay, so wrestling over there uh, from the professional wrestling world, it's insane. The loyalty, they treat the wrestlers as if they're old-day gladiators. I'm assuming it's the same thing for mixed martial artist fighters and stuff like that. You get treated like a king over there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they treat us really, really, really well. And then, man, by the time I was done with one championship, I said when I started, they were kind of in there. But by the time I was done, man, it was like, it was bizarre because you're from America and you go over there and you walk down the street and everybody knows your name. It's a really, really weird feeling. How'd you handle that? Because there's no way they spoke your language, so they just knew funky Ben Asker. <laughs> <No. man. laughs> Singapore, they speak English. It's perfect. But I pretty much, 
I hid my hotel room so I could, you know, I could be antisocial at times. <laughs> you fucking do. I see him just sitting in some Asian hotel with <laughs> a fucking frisbee and like a little trash can. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't have just just golf over there, unfortunately. Do you rock climb? Terrible. If you if you've been to every national park, do you rock climb, hike? What do you do there? You just drive through uh, and say, "Well, they've been here." I've rock climbed before, not not a huge amount. Um, my wife used to uh, hiking, camping. Seeing the sights. You know what? I, my, I guess now we're going deep, but I guess I would say my favorite thing about the national parks is when, like, I'll just give you a great example. How many trees you seen in your life, right? You've seen, like, a million trees. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Redwoods, and you're like, holy shit, they <laughs> make trees like that? I've never <laughs> seen a tree like that. And it's like the biggest thing you've ever seen in your life. That's what I like. You like being surprised by things. Yeah, have you guys been to Redwoods? Because you like the, the feeling of awe when you see the Drive Redwoods. Drive a car through. like... Good God. Mm-hmm. I actually had a, a dealer who, who told me that he had a Redwood strain, and I smoked it. And that thing, <laughs> monster. He's like, just a Redwood. And I was like, all right, I'll get it. I'm in with it. It was overpriced, I think. But it made me feel like I was in the forest for a while. I, uh, how, long, how much longer are you going to fight for? Uh, I mean, I was in retirement. Last year, I just came out. I don't know. I uh, I don't got too much longer left in me. I I never wanted to fight, you know, till I was really old. So I don't know, a year, two years. I guess we'll we'll take it fight by fight at this time. At this point, how old are you? I should probably have known this. Thirty four. Holy shit! So you've lived, lived. If you've already retired, living in Asia, thirty four years old. Fresh. I mean, what's next for you yeah. after, after fighting? Let's assume you your volcano erupts. Okay. You are just oozing all over everything for the next couple years. Champion on a hell of a run. Everything's perfect. Massive amounts of cash, endorsement deals, uh, post-fight parties. People show up at them and have a good time. They're not just at the club wow. just to be are there. Are you guys going to come to my post-fight party? Yes. Yeah, I want to let you know, funky. Shit's going to get real funky and weird. Now. <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm on my way, Ben. What is the next? I'm going to push for fight in Chicago, so that's not going to be too far from you guys. Nice. Hey, I, Great. I want... um, as far as my future, I met my brother and I own three wrestling academies in Wisconsin, and we, uh, man, we coach kids, and it's a blast, and I, I love it because I get to, you know what, I get to see there's too many people in the world that tell kids they suck and they can't be something, and so we get to help them uh, learn to achieve. I mean, I can tell you guys, and I don't know if you guys had the same experience in sport, but, I, you know, in wrestling, I learned, hey, if I work hard, mm-hmm. I can be good and I can achieve something, and that's like kind of carried over to the rest of my life. And I, I love that feeling, and I just I love when I see it click with kids, and they, they you know they think, oh my gosh, I just I just did this. I never thought I could do you know win a state title or get a college scholarship or whatever it is. So I, I love that part of it, and that's probably what I'll do for the rest of my life. See, I didn't. I- I'm really confused on why Dana White doesn't like you. I thought you must have been like a shit bum. I, must, I thought there must have been like some arrests or some terrible <laughs> yeah. attitude. It doesn't Nothing. sound like I've never does, been arrested. That doesn't uh, sound like it at all. Don't have any side pieces. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never missed weight. Never failed the drug test. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. It, it might be. I Googled your name, and the first picture that pops up is quite possibly the ugliest yellow singlet of all time from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's it. Why are you hating on Missouri? I'm not. I'm not <laughs> huge tiger. Is. Huge tiger fan. It's just the yellow no, singlet. He's thinking Dana. Uh, he's speaking I, for I'm Dana. I'm speaking for Dana, not for myself. Oh, for Dana. It's gold. I think Missouri, Missouri calls that gold. And it's more like mustard. Maybe brown mustard. 
<laughs> hey, you were, hey where was the Olympics at when you were on the Olympic team? Uh, Beijing, China. Oh, so were you already a hero over at that point, or were you just getting started? You weren't even started yet, because 2009 you started fighting. Yeah, I never, I hadn't fought to that point. Uh, I won two college national titles, uh, and I made the Olympic team, and then I didn't do very well at the Olympics, so I said, I'm done with this, and I'm going to go fight and see how that goes. Okay, so was that the pivot point for you to get into fighting? Was after the Olympics because your teammate on that on that team was Daniel Cormier, Cormier, right? And Henry Cejudo. So mm. both both of my two of my teammates are now UFC champions, and they, they actually occupy three of the belts because Daniel had both the two hundred five and the heavyweight. And Henry's gonna, I think he might be bumping up. I don't know this, but I think he might be bumping up to try to take on Dillashaw because. Um, Remember, you remember right, T.J. Dillashaw came down to try to take Henry's belt. Henry beat him up. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. I don't know that. Dan, ben, I had no fucking idea right there. That's ben, how heavy would you fight? What's the heaviest you would go to fight? What'd you say? How heavy would you fight? Would you move up if you if the right uh, matchup presented itself? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm going to move up because I haven't fought anyone at one seven. You know, I'm brand new to the company, and that's part of, part of the magic is that uh, I haven't fought anybody. So I, you know, everyone's uh, everyone's a target, potential target on my list. Okay, nice. let's talk about your weight loss strategy for weigh-ins. <laughs> we had a weight loss challenge here for one month where we saw humans lose. How much weight did you lose? Uh, like forty-six pounds. Forty-six pounds in one month. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, it was disgusting. I mean, these people were <laughs> anorexic, bulimic. They weren't eating anything for an entire month. There was nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents for tax purposes on the line, and the boys really committed. How much weight did you lose? You know, uh, like forty-nine. I think forty-nine pounds. Oh my god! Except yeah. not because you lost to me. Oh yeah, it was no, by percentage. percentage. Oh yeah, that's right, body percent. <laughs> Todd, you won. Congratulations. (laughs) 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 But um, Zito did this warm bath, hot bath, I guess, like the night before. Yeah. Is that something that's just a known tactic? Because Matreon told him about that. What is the what? Yeah. Yeah, the part that everyone misses when they're thinking of weight loss, and because it doesn't make sense to do it for long term, but if if there was a way in, right, which you're fighting there, and you're kind of saying, you lose the water weight. I mean, for example, on Friday morning, I weighed in 170 and a half pounds, and on, on Saturday night, I fought at 188 pounds. Wow. Um, wow. So I, I wow. sweated, I essentially sweated off all, all of that weight. Um, there's a lot of different ways you can sweat. A hot bath is one way. A sauna, you can put some warm clothes on and go running. But yeah, you, you'd be shocked how much you can sweat off, especially if you're a big person. <laughs> so much. I so is that not uh, I'm unhealthy? Not, I'm not, well, definitely unhealthy. But do you look like Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club when you're like going into weigh in? Like, are you? Yeah, yes, a lot of them do. Yeah, you look at their face when they're really bad. You can see their face and their face is all sucked in and shit. Yeah, definitely looks rough. Oh my god! What's your after fight meal? Like, what do you celebrate? Oh with? yeah, you know, a, you know who'd be a good one to look at um, if you want to see like. Is see a good example? Look at Conor McGregor when he used to oh, make yeah. 145 yeah. pounds. Uh, his cheekbones are sticking out excessively. His eyes look kind of like sunken back into his head. Um, that would be a good one, like for you guys to see what a face looks mm-hmm. like that's severely dehydrated. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Dick? Uh, what do you celebrate then? Since you do all this, this the cutting right before the weigh-in, do you have a, a certain celebratory meal or drinks that you go with? Oh, it's more drinks. When you get that that level of thirst, all you can think about is drinking. So you just 
Gatorade, coconut water, water, and everything. Hey, but, hey, 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 no free ads. They don't sponsor <laughs> you. Don't say, you don't say any of that. You, you, who are you, who's your sponsor? Who's on the trunks? Well, uh, they don't let us have any anymore. What? It's Reebok. That's, a, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So UFC you didn't know that? Hey. UFC did that. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, you only can have Reebok. That's it. That was a big deal, too, right? Yeah. Guys losing their private sponsorships. Yeah. Yeah. Money out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Would you like to say anything? Yep. Would you like to make an official <laughs> statement about that, Ben, so we can piss off Dana White a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> Would you put yeah, Discraft no on your uh, on your trunks? Well, I see. Well, I got screwed is the way that Reebok pays you in the UFC is based on the amount of fights you have in the UFC. Oh, so my I God. I come in as, you know, a veteran, and I get paid like I'm a freaking beginner. Mm-hmm. Terrible. What happened in the no contest? Uh, the guy, I actually poked him in the eye and he faked like he couldn't continue. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Seems to happen happens a lot. Happens a lot. Yeah, would, Russian? Hey, I can't blame him. I just... <laughs> <laughs> he was Brazilian, but yeah, those Russians are sneaky, aren't they? Oh. <laughs> They're just the Russians of the South. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you even train wrestling in your camps because you're so dumb? And I would say you're probably the most dumb yeah. wrestler they have seen in a long Long time period since Dan Henderson and Randy Couture were throwing people around. But do you even have to train in that aspect anymore? Or is it pretty much all stand up? Um, well, I do a lot. I do a lot of mixed martial arts training. You know, where it's you know we're not going. I, I got good partners, so we're not like fighting, fighting. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of doing everything at once. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're still like, you're still we're, working we're submission defense together. and stuff like that. But you don't worry. You don't yeah. even sweat having to. You can take anybody down anytime you want, right? Like you know that yeah, going. Yeah, so, you know we don't do. I I don't really do too much like like straight wrestling, wrestling. Nah, but like like you know mixed martial arts, punches into takedown, takedowns into submissions, those kind of things. Ryan Bader, whenever he was fighting Matreon, said he heard Matreon was training wrestling and said it was the dumbest thing he could have ever done in his entire life. I think that's... Uh, I, uh, he said that? Yeah, yeah, he actually did say that. He, you know, on our show, I think he said it. He said, that's. I heard that Matreon might be training wrestling. That's the dumbest thing he could have ever thought about in his life because I've been doing this my entire life. I think that's what yeah. Todd was probably asking mm-hmm. that from. Yeah, I think I, I just think it's a huge advantage, Like when, especially as someone as dominant as you are. Everybody else has to work to keep you from taking them down. So they probably spent a huge amount of their camp hey, what about, just practicing that takedown defense. What about, you don't the have to worry fly, about what about the flying knee when you go shooting in? Do, do you, is there any thought of a potential flying knee right to the face? Yeah. <laughs> it's, all about, it's all about timing. It's all about time. It's a timing thing, right? You gotta, and that's kind of what you're, you're practicing. If you're a good wrestler, you're practicing your timing because that's, that's when you're uh, – you know when you can really catch people on the takedowns. If, if they if they time if you're, if you're a defensive guy and you time their shot really well, you can knee them or you can uppercut them or you can sprawl and get out of there. So it's it, man, it's a huge timing issue. You got good rhythm. You time. You got good rhythm over there. You a dancer, huh? Tear down a couple. Of- well, <laughs> I've only got need once, so it ain't too bad. <laughs> What's your celebration after you win? Are you just very casual, or do you jump on top of the cage, do the yell? Do you do a point um, at a camera and yell? Everybody seems to yell after they win. I I would too. I yeah, think. I've never uh, I've never jumped on the cage. You know what? Actually, I realized about halfway. I didn't celebrate the last one. I was it was in madness, so I. I was distracted, but I did realize halfway through my career that one of the main things they show in the promos for the next fight is the guy's celebration. Mm-hmm. So then after every, everyone in the fight, they're trying to do some dumbass celebration. <laughs> um, and, but you'd be shocked. They put them everywhere. They put them everywhere. 
<laughs> What's the hardest you've ever been hit? Like, do you ever? Is there moments? Saturday night. Yeah. Your face looked. Did like you guys it. see? Did you guys watch it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did watch it, but your face Damn, looked like killed me for about ten seconds there. <laughs> well, that has to feel good though. That you can take a shot like that yeah. and just keep it moving. No worries at all. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He got my arm. He got my in that slam. He got my arm trapped behind my back. Um. So I got put in a terrible position, and I couldn't really. It was really hard for me to defend myself because I was kind of had the one arm trapped underneath me, and he was behind me. Uh, so man, I had to take some really hard shots there to in, before I was able to escape that. Have you ever taken any shots like that? And was that ever a question in the camp? Like, hey, if you're going to get one to the face, because I assume a lot of fighters before they get shot, you don't know if you have a good chin, right? Until you get a good sure, shot, yeah. you have no idea. Have you ever had a situation like that before in your undefeated um, run? That would be the worst. That would have been the worst one. I took a few knees and other things, but you know, I did a 23andMe DNA test. The only thing exciting that came back was that. I have more Neanderthal than 99% of the <laughs> We love it. We talk about that all the time. Probably just Bat Mitchell is higher than me. <laughs> Him and Brock, bro. Him and Brock Lesnar are both fucking Neanderthals for sure. For sure. Would you ever get in WWE? Are you a fan of WWE? Uh, I think I'm too old for that now. I mean... I would love to do it like once or twice, but I don't. I could travel on the road all the time. Those guys got crazy schedules. That is very, very true. All right, we got a little yeah. segment called uh, "The Room Wants to Know." The boys here will ask you a question each. Basically, we're all trying. We're trying to get quotes from you uh, to market. All right. to market this show. Uh, so I, I love this section because this is where you guys get me to say something stupid and then put it all over the headlines. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, the first guy was the guy that asked you the question. Big time MMA fan, former uh, amateur jujitsu champion, I believe. Right? Oh yeah. Yes. Nice. White belt. Yeah. Why well, white belt? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Brown belt. Some days if he's wearing blue. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Todd McCombs. Hey, hmm. hey Ben. I want to know from you, like uh, when you're outside, because I know you have this tra crazy training schedule, and you've really done that your whole life. When you get the time to relax, who's the one person you grab to go spend a day, and what are you doing? Oh well, I probably be my wife and kids now, uh, and I would probably talk them into playing some disc golf. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my relaxation, man, all day long. Throw some disc golf. How old are your kids? I got six, three, and one, so I'm busy. Oh, Jesus, you're playing. That's wow. a full-court presser. I mean, that's a three-man zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next guy is Italian from Pittsburgh. Knows next to nothing about fighting, I think. Pretty accurate, Diggs? Mm, no, unaccurate. Password is armbar. Oh, yeah. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> loves armbar. loves fighting. His mean, password. Uh, mean armbar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Diggs nice. is his name. Listen, Ben, you've got an incredible... Head of lettuce on you. Yep, you do. What do you go? Perm? <laughs> perm? Nice frizzy hairspray? What are we what are we dealing with here? Because I got a sort of an issue going on. Yeah, that's <laughs> understatement. What's your issue? Uh, it, it's falling out. It's, <laughs> it's a fucking Houdini oh operation going on up there. So do you perm? What's going on? No, I get that I get actually curly hair. I can't this this is what God dealt me, so this is where I'm rocking. You kinda, uh since about sixteen years old. You kind of look like if Lil Dicky went to the gym for the next seven days for the next year. That's kind of what you look like, to be honest. Uh, oh, man. I'm just coming to the studio next time. Hey. <laughs> no, no, that was a good thing. That, that was a good please, thing. That was a compliment. That please, was a compliment. Please, Armbar. Armbar. That was a compliment. That was a compliment. Uh, ben, what is your favorite type of music? What do you listen to? What's your walkout song? Has it always been the same? 
My walkout song has been the same since my sophomore year college. It's uh, Give Up the Funk by George Clinton. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, that's kind of my theme song. And then I'd say my favorite band of all time. I, I listen to a lot of things, but my favorite band is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Hello. Good. Thank you. We try to make you feel comfortable and welcome. Uh, next guy, he did a 23 and me and found out he's Irish. He's always been a big pro Italian guy, kind of a kick in the dick for him. Uh, no contest, 23 and me, Nick Morodo. 3.8% Irish, right? Let's calm down. Uh, ben, did you beat McGregor's ass or what? Okay. Nice. Can I beat whose ass? McGregor. Oh, he sucks. <laughs> oh, that's a wild statement. That was, that was exactly what the purpose of this entire segment was for you to say something along those lines. Why is but that? Seriously, he's terrible, and he knows he he would never say yes to fighting me. It'll be a, it'll be like the worst night he's ever had. Let's Whoa. go. Hey. Okay, here's my question: Was he an elite fighter at one point, and then once you get a hundred million dollars, it's hard to be committed to waking up at five a.m. and rolling for two hours? Then yeah. is that the case? I think that's a big part of it, and I think the other part of it is he's very, very elite at a couple things, but once you figure out a skill set, and if you have a skill set like Khabib, uh, then, man, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough road to hoe for him. And then when you're making $100 million and you don't want to train or be in shape, it's it's even tougher. What about Jones? What about John if Jones? you had to meet him in a catchway, can you beat him? John Jones, no, Jones is gigantic. See how big he is? He's uh -huh. an animal. <laughs> It's a good idea, by the way. I like what you said. I thought maybe you were just going to saw down everybody, though. I was really excited for the promotion of this podcast. I challenged John Jones to best of five takedowns. I think he's how I was fucking with him, but I'm serious. I want to wrestle him. All right. Okay, I like that a lot. I, by the way, I have an in with the Jones family. I played with his brother, Arthur. Uh, Art Jones. Oh, nice. Yeah, I could probably... I think he was at the fight. He was. He was. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's detackled. Yeah, he's <laughs> big well, but who, Art, and what's the other one? What's Chandler. your brother's name? Because they both played in the NFL. Chandler. I think it was Art. It was Art that was there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was flexing on the IG. He's really proud of John, as he should be, <laughs> by the way. The whole family should be. Next yeah. question's from a guy from... The I think they're twins, aren't they? Just not, not identical. Oh, I don't know that, Ooh. actually. You might know more than me. I believe... I they, they were they were in high school. They graduated high school in the same year. I believe they're twins. Did wow. you did you live in uh, Asia when you were fighting for one, or were you flying back and forth? No, I'd go over there for two weeks at a time. I was about to say, because the entertainment or TV is tough. So I was, I was like, did you just study the internet all the time? That's how you know these types of facts. I didn't know. I was interested. Yep. All right. Uh, next guy's name is Jeffrey Gorman. Handsome older man. Uh, ben, you're crazy <laughs> like a fox. I like that about you. But let's go back to Missouri. Let's go to the Olympic career. And let's go to 19-0 professional career. What's the worst injury you've had that you've walked oh. into the ring with? Um... Man, none really. I've been super healthy. I uh, the only thing I really had, I had some. I had when I was sixteen, and then again in college, I had some neck issues uh, where I was losing strength in my left arm. But I got that solved, and I man, I haven't really been hurt really at all. Let's go. Fair enough. Mm. He's a health machine. Man. He's man. Neanderthal. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> Neanderthal—that's what it is. It's Neanderthal to you. I'm happy that you went back to like literally his entire life. <laughs> well, I just went, I just went back to <laughs> I just, 
start in Missouri. A lot of good fights there. And an Olympic, then you're know, professional. He's like, no, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, next guy is a, he's a dumb dumb, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, he's from Chicago. His name's Zito. Good luck with this. Uh, hey, Mr. Funky. Um, how disrespectful is it when you put someone in a uh, Saturday night ride? <laughs> Uh, disrespectful. Um, like, are we in a wrestling match or are we on the street? Hold on. Wrestling match. Just hold on, Ben. You, you had a podcast. That's a for... move. That's a real move. I don't know what's disrespectful. He's trying to pin him. What the fuck no, is a Saturday Night Ride? It's the most disrespectful the move of all time in WWE in wrestling. Why do you think it's a disrespectful move? Why do you think it's disrespectful, Zito? Tell the man to his face, ear, that why do you think it's disrespectful? Are you a Saturday Night Ride guy? He didn't. If I gotta be. <laughs> what is the Saturday so night So you basically ride? lay on top of them. You spread Saturday their legs night out. Ride is, okay, let me explain. When, when you say you're pinning someone, you got them in their back, one of the ways they can get off their back is by digging their feet in the mat and bridging. You know, like they bridge up on their head to bust you off, essentially. Uh-huh. Well, a Saturday Night Ride is when you, when you step over both their legs and then you hook them and you essentially take their legs out from underneath them. And it might look like a position that you could also find yourself in with a female on cow a Saturday girl. night. Okay. Cowgirl. Got it. So this uh, is cowgirl? Is that what we're doing? Basically, it's, yeah. You got to do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you wrestlers do find yourself in precarious situations <laughs> on a very regular basis. The mental toughness uh, is next level. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. And we were, I was, uh, what's it called? Ro- 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 rolling? rolling? Mm-hmm. I was rolling with uh, the guys here in Indianapolis. They have this gritty uh-huh. fucking basement dungeon that they train in. Uh-huh. And I was rolling with them, and I never wrestled in high school. So I wasn't comfortable with the people, how close they were and their body on top of me. <laughs> that was something I really had to get used to. I feel like that's quite an advantage that wrestlers have going into MMA. That's something that you guys are just used to literally since you're fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> just people laying on your face. <laughs> it's next level. Yeah, it's funny because I don't think twice about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, put it right there. Uh, next guy's a uh, huge Patriots fan. He's the worst. I don't know how you sit in football. His name's Connor. Uh, hey, Ben. You've won at every level from high school to the pros. Is there one match that stands out as the toughest? There we go. Hmm. Well, there's, there's, uh, there's always, I always say there's four things where I like that are my proudest moments. That would be winning my first high school state title, winning, uh, my first college I started earning my college scholarship and making the Olympic team. So those four things were like many, many, many years worth of work all piled into one moment. You become UFC champion. Will that become a fifth night? I would say that'd be number five, yeah. Okay. Nice. Are we officially invited to that after party, by the way? Is about that the birth of your yeah, children? Yeah, well, you're invited to all my after parties. Let's go. Okay, I like that a lot. He, he meant professional. Except Italian guy. He sounds too wild. <laughs> yeah, well, he also just took a shot at you for not mentioning your children there. That was him. Yeah, he should not be invited. They're number six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, next guy's from Iowa. Midwestern boy, Ty. Hey, uh, Ben. So I know, like, you were, you know, thinking about the whole GSP thing, maybe fighting him, and then he retired. That kind of fell through. Who's one guy who you would love uh, the opportunity to knock his teeth out? Um... Well, I think GSP. Listen, I I don't think I think GSP is still on the table. I think that was some kind of next level negotiating tactic because he maybe not wasn't getting what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think he wanted to get beam fight, and maybe they wouldn't give him the right terms or something, and so he just wanted to give him the middle finger publicly. So I think that one's still on the table, and you know, he's he's been a legend. He's someone I grew up watching. That's someone that I would love to fight if I got the opportunity. Would you think about? No, I know. Th- take your take a second to think about this because I don't want you to get yourself in any shit here. 
But if <laughs> if Steven Seagal wanted to fight you, would you? Would you? Did you say Steven Seagal? Yeah. Would you? <laughs> would you? Would you say no publicly or privately? Because ah, uh-huh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal has somehow been able to pull the wool over people's eyes for the last thirty years. Yeah, it's incredible. Kind of he can actually fight people. It's hilarious. Preach, Ben. Preach. <laughs> hey, we have a guy. That old guy that asked you the question about uh, earlier. Uh, he has publicly. Stated that he wants to fight Steven Seagal for being a big phony his entire career. Tim, yeah. oh, right oh here. my gosh, I, I'd liar. pay to watch. I'm in. I'm buying the pay per view. <laughs> I think that's all we need to tell Seagal, up. right? <laughs> we just tell him there's a little bit of cash involved. That guy's in. Uh, last question is from a kid from Michigan. Very handsome fella. Know that that's coming from this uh, Evan Fox. Ben, I just want to know how you got your nickname. The song. Funky. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I kind of. Um, I don't know if I think creative is the right word, but I kind of brought to life this new style of wrestling oh, okay. Great in question. college that, that everyone called the funk. And so one of my buddies made this shirt and had my picture on it and it said funky. And then, uh, you know, we were broke-ass college kids, so we sold a thousand of them that summer. And, uh, and it stuck. That's an NCAA <laughs> violation, Ben. <laughs> that is an NCAA violation. You're going to get that championship fucking yanked from you. <laughs> Hey, Ben, we thank you so much. You're the coolest dude I think I've never heard of before until now. I am, right. I am so thankful. I can't wait to watch you continue this run here. Whatever you do, man, I would love to be in a steady rotation whenever you hit the media outlets. That'd be an honor of ours. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, hopefully you guys... I'm hoping to fight June 8th in Chicago, so maybe a post draft party. We're coming. We're yeah, coming. Yeah. If you're right. June 8th awesome. in Chicago, Thanks, we're, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Askren. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I like that guy. He's a man. Yeah, great man. Guy. I feel bad because I was kind of hating on him a little bit for beating yeah, up my boy Robbie Lawler, but mm-hmm. he's a fucking great dude. He was, and I'm I would assume fan. that as soon as he says I'm not interested in a rematch, a lot of people would be like, oh, it's because you didn't really actually win. He's like, I don't have a lot of time left. I would like to accomplish mm-hmm. more That's things. Exactly yeah. right. What did he say? Maybe two years. So yeah. he uh, he's got to get his key fights in. Yeah, he's like Robbie. I'm a big fan. He yeah. said. Yeah. I, he, yeah. he said I called out eight of the top ten people <laughs> in his his bracket, and Robbie was not one of the people he called. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's full blown hippie though, man. I know. <laughs> hey, I'll say this: I played disc golf in Nashville a dozen times. And if you ever played at Pat McAfee, you'd be hooked in a minute. Really? It's at, like that. It is. Hey, is anyone surprised? That Corman uh, played? No. <laughs> no. But I'm just telling you, it's, you know, you got to hit your spot, you got goalposts, you know, whatever you How long is it? How, how far is there, are the things? Hun- hundreds three, of yards. Hundreds of yards. Yeah, and then they have part threes and stuff like that. You're so you that. huck it, yeah. you walk to it, yeah. pick it up. And the net stands about this high off the ground, you have to get it in the net. People you know, forget. I took a frisbee class in college. Mm-hmm. Oh, People yeah. forget that. People Forehand forget. Did you have an advantage? advantage? I, had, I had a great backhand. I had a great backhand. The flick you didn't have, though. The forehand, though. It's tough. Tough. Yeah. It was tough. And that's a dog leg left, I would assume, Mm. is where I would really struggle. But if he's, what, top, he said nine? He was ninth internationally? That's insane. Good for him, man.
Good for him. Living in Asia would be crazy. I'm happy he said that he only went for a couple weeks mm-hmm. at a time. I don't yeah. know how anybody lives over there. I don't either. Yeah, I, I didn't know they speak English in Singapore. I honestly newsflash knew nothing about Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that's an untapped market. Maybe we break into Singapore yeah, if they yeah. speak English. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. Let's get in there. Get the beautiful. get the cheat code shirts printed now. Hey, this show is a big time pro Singapore place. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We love the Singapore. A lot of huts on water. Mm. Beautiful. Area. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Probably retire there for. It's it's definitely one of the Probably nine the, to one on the dollar top thing. five IG spots for so, models. Yeah, they only cane yeah. you now if you do something really bad. Like Correct. You can steal stuff now and not get caned. What's that? Yeah. What you just said? Singapore cane. Sugar. Old old cashes. Oh, that's that Saudi Arabia talk. A lot of bamboo. bamboo. A lot of bamboo. Scared the there. fuck out of me, dude. <laughs> that Saudi Arabia documentary scared the hell out of me. I, I don't recommend it, but I kind of do. So you see what's happening mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, yeah, it was scary to think about. A lot of scary places. A lot of scary okay. places. I still haven't found a new documentary I'd like to watch. Everybody mm-hmm. said a lot of a good, um, a lot of good recommendations. Uh-huh. But I've seen all of the ones that people have sent me. Mm-hmm. I go balls deep in that documentary thing, and I just watch and watch and watch. That free solo is worth a watch, though. The free solo documentary, the Oscar winner. Yeah. Yeah. It is worth a watch. I feel like I would just have so much fucking anxiety the entire time watching that. It, the first couple scenes are are very difficult. Man, I saw it over the weekend. I call it a horror film. I really <laughs> it's a horror film, and I loved it. But it, watching that cat go up that thing by himself, telling nobody, hey, and going up with no ropes. Wait, wait, wait. He doesn't say, hey, guys, I'm going to climb right now. Hold so on. There's a couple different. I mean, yeah. you're going to have to watch. Yeah. Okay. I'm we don't want to. Big... It's a documentary. It's great. You, we Wonderful. don't want to give away the plot. Nope. Okay. But there are some sweaty. Oh. Palms are sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Zito. It's weak. Palms are sweaty. It's not palms are heavy. <laughs> Palms are sweaty. Well, I was saying it more like because you put your palms in the sky and it got heavy from holding up too much. Uh, so it was like a little remix. Oh, mm. you were making a re- That's from Heartland Radio 2.0 for those not listening. <laughs> Zito is filled with those if you want to check it out. Great show. It's all of us just doing dumb things on a regular basis. That free solo was incredible. Is there anything else happening in the world? I feel like there has been a pretty dead time. In I got the world. a little something if you guys want to. I've, Go. Obviously, we're in the days of Lent. Mm-hmm. It's a religious time. Oh, yeah. So I've yeah. got a story that pertains to Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. okay. Loves you. And this is a West, <laughs> this is a West Virginia story. I like that. From Grandview, West Virginia, I want to get your take on this. A huge fire, a fire that firemen could not even enter the property at because those are the worst when they say, we can't even send guys in, it's too hot in there. Everything burned down except the crucifixes and 30, and they had 30 Bibles in there and the 30 Bibles not burned or the crucifixes. So I'm saying this to you guys, we are in a Lent It's a religious event. What was Dicks. that? And what's going on in West Virginia? People see Jesus on their toast all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those I These Bibles survived when firemen couldn't even see? go fight the fire. Praise Jesus. There is a time and a place for the biblical slander, <laughs> and this is not one of those times. Right. This is a memorable, historic, magical moment from your Lord and Savior, Amen. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I only say it's a lie because it scares the fuck out of me. It is kind of scary to think about, right? Like, what if we're wrong? Uh, Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure we are. Well, I'm just saying. Was it a Catholic church? 
Uh, that well, I, they I have don't crosses. Know. It has to be. Right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's crucifix and with Jesus Christ on them. So, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't put a pass in the you burn it down. Take it easy <laughs> with the way that you are. What am I saying? The emphasis you're saying on old Cuzzy's son, mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy that popped out of the Virgin Lady, yeah. and then right died now. for you to say the things you're saying well, right believe now. Believe me, growing up with Fair and Square Lair, that's all I really heard before Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jeffrey. <laughs> Fair and Square Lair is his dad. Great man, hilarious man up there in Michigan. I have so many questions about the religion, man. Because somebody's going to be right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of them has to be. Somebody is going to be right. And it's like, what happens What happens then? Do I, I get- told you. Well, that's is there, <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, let's say, let's say uh, the Jewish community is right. Okay? Mm-hmm. So whenever Christians die, mm-hmm. do their souls and spirits just get dropped off at a place where it's just a bunch of Jewish people? Dead! Be- Dead. We fucking told you. <laughs> that would we be funny. We fucking told you. And then just like Gorman... Bye bye. Down the chute you go, and that's your last. No, that's the last shit that happens to you. Just a bunch of Jewish people telling you. We we tried to tell you. You guys <laughs> made the sequel. We told you we didn't need another story. The original book is it. Bye bye. Blocked. Muted. That's why. <laughs> See you later. Right down the shitter. That's why I like to fuck with them all. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did my telling all of them. I like to learn about them all, so mm. that maybe there's a quiz. Correct. So when you get there, there's like a quiz, and you're like, okay, I think like a wonderlick. Yeah, like a Buddha. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like a Buddha wonderlick. No, it's like an SAT. It's like an SAT. You gotta have a good enough score to get in. You mean well, you'd like to learn about each one individually and make your own informed choice oh, instead yeah. of being brainwashed as a child? Oh boy. Yeah, I got oh, questions. Geez. Oh boy. I Sounds got, fair to me. Oh boy. I was gonna do an entire stand-up set because this is something that I don't talk about often because religion is one of those Correct. things that really gets people going. Mm-hmm. But I honestly feel like I might be one of the most diverse, knowledge humans. When it comes to all the religions, because I'm so intrigued by it, because religion causes wars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Religion causes billions of things to happen. There's a lot of people that won't talk to people strictly because of what could potentially happen after you die. Uh-huh. It's a wild phenomenon to me. I, I am very intrigued by it all. India has thousands of gods. Thousands yeah. of mm-hmm. gods. And you can go see them. They're little statues, uh-huh. like little elephant statues on the corner of the street. Like you just go, oh, this is the this is the god for like whenever you're going through a, a bad road road. <laughs> <laughs> this is the god. Potholes? And then yeah, pothole. This is the pothole god right here. And then like on the backside, it's like uh here's the dream god. If you uh-huh. have bad dreams, you go over here. Then here's like the lifting strength god over here. Because there's a lot of people. It's it's a you need multiple gods to deal with multiple issues. Yeah, if that pothole god's around, hustle your ass to Indianapolis, will It's you? bad here. Did you see they were, about the, they, they were going after people for filling potholes with no licenses? Yeah. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? Well, the, what people would say is you could put... You could be like, you know how you have the fake string across the street? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Fucked and up. it's like a prank? Mm-hmm. If people are out there dumping terrible shit into these holes, I guess it could become a bigger problem than it already is, but I don't see yeah. how. <laughs> I don't see how. So everybody on the internet sends me a, the one meme... Where a guy was just drawing dicks over yeah, the bottle. Wanksy. Yeah. Wanksy. Oh, yeah. He's all over the Wanksy? place. Wanksy? Wanksy's his name. Yeah. He's tagging him. They call him Wanksy. That is one of the most clever. We need him. We need Wanksy. We need Wanksy in India in a bad <laughs> way. Yeah. You need to distort his voice if you get him on here. What's that? You need to like, distort, distort his, his voice because yeah. he can't like... Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll just let you talk for him. Yeah, there you go. It works out. I'm sure he'll sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on this weekend? Anything? Uh, Antonio Brown's supposed to be traded by this weekend. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's he going? Packers, Raiders? Raiders. Packers haven't been mentioned at all. So, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. 
They said it's basically down to the Raiders, Redskins, and the Titans right now. Yeah, but one call from yeah. Aaron Rodgers right to AB, and that changes. Because like yeah, because AB you know? makes a decision. So that makes sense. Fucking idiot. It's <laughs> a Steelers fan reminding everybody that the Steelers are in control of this entire situation, which is interesting because it seems like they couldn't control the situation. That's why we are well, in the situation that we are currently in. Yep. A lot of people well would say. said. Yeah, I think so. Well, he's he's uncontrollable. Well, I think every single team has to balance egos. That is something that the Steelers have realized that they have not been able to do. It seems as if that could be a problem in the future with the way it is becoming quite an ego society. Mm -hmm. If you look at these rookies doing their interviews, everybody's hyping themselves up. It used to be nobody would talk. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody would say a single thing. I want to look humble. I want to do this. Now it's like, yeah, I think I'm the best this in the game. I think I can do this. Mm -hmm. And then they get in the locker room, and you got guys that are 45 times better than you. Correct. Strictly because... They've been in the league for 10 years, and now there's like a, an issue. It, it's going to be interesting to see how everybody handles and manages egos going forward because this new millennial ego is next level. It's a bunch of Connors and Foxes. It, it is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it is. It's I, was of, watching, oh. I was watching. I was disgusted. Uh. I, was, I was watching Food Channel the other night, uh. and Chopped was over, and like the remote couldn't find it, obviously, because remote's the hardest thing to find in the world. And next great baker cake contest comes on oh. these like 12 year old kids and this kid is terrible just horrible deserved to never be on the show at all <laughs> anyways and he gets voted off and six kids come up and run and give him hugs and like oh, oh we're so no. sorry and then he got sent home crying <laughs> That's just generation dis- dis- disgusting. Do it's what the pub does every time you insult one. Do not compare us to 12 year olds, okay? What? Don't compare you guys to 12 year olds. Nick made a really removed from them. Nick made a really good point. You guys do do exactly what I just described on the cake thing. What do you mean? We like, never, uh, we never uh, baked cake mean? once. Not once. Like anytime, <laughs> I never cried either. Anytime Zito says something dumb, Fox says, it's okay, Zito. You know, you'll be better next time. Uh, mm-hmm. I think no. Fox, I will say this. I think Foxy's been burying his pub co-founders at an alarming rate lately. It's awesome. mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. I'm trying to gasoline that fire a little bit more to get that place to <laughs> yeah. burn. Well, yeah, let's well, think about it. Um, we just got so many t-shirt sales that we got a new bar. And oh, the boy. Friday after, the Friday after, these two guys decide not <laughs> to do a video holes. for them. You got a chalkboard with shelves. Board. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good shelves. Glass shelves. Good shelves. Are they glass? Anyways, yeah. so, that is the millennial work ethic, though. You achieve something, then decide you don't have to do Quit it. Not on else. my watch. Uh, Connor quit. Mm-hmm. Not on my watch. Yeah, no, no, we're just mixing it up. You know how we do it? We're just keeping it fresh at the pub. Oh, yeah. yeah. There'd be no video oh, this week, next week, the week after that. There would be no video forever because you smell just a little bit of success. Well, I just can never leave town anymore. I leave town once these guys can't get a one-minute video done. That is the I, problem, too. I agree too. with that. Yeah, he's yelling they at us. They need you there a little to get accountability. off their ass. Yeah. Yeah. You need accountability there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I need you to step mm-hmm. up next time. Anyways, right? those kids <laughs> crying for that 12-year-old and made yeah. that kid think that there's hope that he should have won. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. Was, trust me, there was no hope. What did he do wrong? Everything. It was just be a loser. They had to make a cake that was a puzzle and piece it together. Jesus and this kid, Jesus, <laughs> this Plus, he was we're talking about his baking, <laughs> not him story. as a person. He's a twelve-year-old. Yeah. I mean, as a baker, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as a kid. Yeah, yeah. But he's being taught that it's okay to lose. Correct. He got positive reinforcement yeah, for getting be the first one kicked off the fucking show. I don't think there's anything wrong with people succeeding or winning. 
I think that is something that should not be frowned upon. Do we hate to participate? There's also nothing wrong. Yes. Yes. Is that what we hate the most? There's also nothing wrong with losing as long as you learn from it. Exactly. There is nothing wrong with losing. This kid didn't learn. But it just happens. Like go home and make shitty cakes for his family, and they're like, oh, it's a really good cake. It's not. Wait until you get out of college and you get offered a job for fucking 20 grand a year, and you just got to fucking get your dick kicked in every day. How about this? How about you having to pay somebody 250 grand to work for them? That is right. People are going to be doing it. People are going to be doing it. <laughs> Losing's supposed to hurt. It is. Yes. Yeah. So you don't feel it again. You yeah. work harder the next mm-hmm. time. Get angry. I don't want to get up on a perch, but I feel like I feel like if it wasn't for my losses, get them. The winds wouldn't feel as good. Correct. That's mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well said. You, you know what they say? Mm-hmm. What do they say? The brightest sun comes up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do say Dark that. Darkest dawn. I've heard yeah. that. Tim Tebow loved that quote. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Big <laughs> pop. Big pop. By the way, can somebody quote Tim Tebow real quick so we can just say he's on this episode? Jesus. Thanks, <laughs> Loves you. Loves you. Perfect. <laughs> Tim Tebow's on this episode. Wow. Hey, just, In and out. Did you see that video of somebody uh, dropping something, a picture of him to sign down on a string? Oh, yeah. In the <laughs> So as he's walking off the field out uh-huh. the tunnel to his locker, to the locker room or whatever, there's just a uh, clipboard hanging from a string, probably 25 feet, Hilarious. just hanging right in the middle yeah. of the thing. He walks up to it, doesn't even look up at the human. Doesn't even engage in a conversation. Grabs the marker off the clipboard, signs it, puts the marker back on like it's a bank thing, and then just goes right up and just walks. It doesn't even say like anything to him. Just walks right off. I'm like, that's Tim Tebow. I'd be surprised if he didn't untie it and then it just floated back up to the. (laughs) (laughs) That's risky. It might have. If you go to reach for that and they yank on it, you look like a jackass. Yeah, they're setting you up for failure. That was like whenever kids used to dab for high fives. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Tim Tim would have saw that coming. I don't grab things on strings. I don't high five kids. That's a pretty good Actually, rule. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. pretty good rule. Low fives for kids all the time. Oh, I fist bump. I make, I make them come to me too. Nine ten. I'm locked in at ninety degrees, probably on my arm, just yeah. right there. Yep. If they want to come, they can come. If not, get the fuck out. <laughs> Is that sometimes I mean? worse though? Because you're just staying here the whole time. No, no, no. Because you got to remember, you're directing traffic at this point. Oh. It's a child. Yeah. You mm-hmm. are smarter than they are naturally. Except for some wow. of those kids on that Kid Genius show that Neil Patrick Harris hosted. Oh, yeah. Those kids were next level. The future looks very bright if those kids can learn any grit and work ethic, <laughs> which they already will probably because they all read the, I think, the dictionary and yeah, the encyclopedia. Yeah. Those kids, I, I had a lot of hope for the future whenever those kids were on that show. But none of them have lives, so 20% of them. <laughs> Not making 18. It's tough. It's a high percentage. Not athletic. Uh, Todd just said, I think that these kids are going to get sick of life, which oh, is a Jesus. wild statement. They're also probably not vaccinated either. <laughs> hey, what is that all about? I don't know. Polio is at all time high right now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get fucking back. SARS again. <laughs> We're hilarious. <laughs> Man. Uh, that guy. This show, this show sucks. <laughs> thank you all for listening. And also thank you all for investing with your friends at Robin Hood. Yeah. Robin Hood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Correct. No. Nope. Non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true 
confidence. Simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. Todd, you have gotten balls deep into Robin Hood. Yeah, it's my retirement plan. I use that <laughs> shit every paycheck. You really do. I do. This, I take something out of my paycheck every two weeks, put it right in Robin Hood. And it's it's smart. The design of Robin Hood makes you feel like you know what you're doing because they're actually educating you while you are investing. I can read on any stock. I, experts tell me what exactly what I need to know about each stock I'm considering. And every time you buy or sell a stock, it's commission free. Right. That is incredible. There's no commission fees. Other brokerages charge up to ten dollars for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Uh -huh. You know, there's a there's a little there was a lunch that happened. Between Leonardo DiCaprio, Matthew mm -hmm. McConaughey. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Matthew McConaughey had cocaine in his pocket while telling Leonardo DiCaprio that it's all bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's just a big fairy tale. Ba, 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 ba. The only thing that matters is the fees, basically. Turning them over, keeping them on the rot. All they cared about was the fees, the fees, the fees, because they were collecting and collecting and screwing people over. Not with your friends at the Robin Hood. No. <laughs> Robin Hood wouldn't do that. Nope. No way. They would no never. Way. What did Robin Hood actually do? Steal hey. from the rich, give to the poor. That is what you are doing with the Robin Hood app. You are robbing the stock market blind with your brand new confidence and ability to trade ETFs, which we all know what that is. Oh, yeah. Options and cryptos, all commission free, plus the stocks. Oh. Robin Hood is giving listeners a free stock, like, such as, i.e., okay. oh. Apple. Oh. 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 Heard of it. That one's been doing a steady climb into quadrant one for a long time. Yep. Ford. Whoa. Wow. They do cars. My favorite. Good gas tanks. Or Sprint. You're not going to get all three, but you'll get a stock mm -hmm. like one of those three to help build your portfolio immediately. Sign up at mcafeemcafee.robinhood.com. That's mcafeemcafee.robinhood.com. Calm. Shout out to Robin Hood, bro. I like what they're doing. Good people. By the way, the first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. It is. It's yeah. true. I agree. You got a lot of things happening in a very short amount of time, mm -hmm. all looking to be profited from. Correct. Oh, yeah. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all of the above, please, MyBookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Maybe. Will Zion Williamson play again? Maybe. <laughs> can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? Mm -hmm. And can Kentucky get back to the Final Four? Yeah, well, if you tough. know the answers, like everybody in this room <laughs> seems to, or even if you don't, my bookie is the place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. Oh, oh that guy. Oh. That guy. My bookie has been in business for years. And years. years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business. And the best part is they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours. Bet with the best and kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash the fuck in. Let them know. Yep. Deposit with MyBookie today with promo code PAT for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code PAT with MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. March Madness is awesome. It's better when you got a horse in the race. Every single one of them. You're smart. Go make some money off it. Invest in yourself. Invest in your brain at MyBookie.ag. Promo code PAT, 50% bonus. Let's get back to the action. I was born in it. I was born in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, um, I'm not a big flu shot guy because mm-hmm. they, they, they're, they're literally telling you this is a shot in the dark. We're guessing what we think the flu yeah. strain yeah. could That's be. Right. That's right. This is what we think it could be. So we're going to give your body some of it so you build up an immune to it. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm not, a, I'm not all in on the flu shot. I think it's a big hustle, a big scam. Yeah. Yeah. Walk backwards. Big flu. What's that? The cheerleader can only walk backwards after she got the flu shot. Uh, so weird. I still think that was a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. yeah. it's real. Bro, we're looking for Alex Jones right now to have a full <laughs> on. <laughs> I told you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That Joe Rogan. Those clips. Uh, <laughs> They're all fire. They're all, everyone that I've seen is so funny. Hey, but the, you know what? The, Fuck that guy. I mean, we DM'd him months ago to come on. His <laughs> Twitter literally banned from him. This though, was before. This was before, before. Like a week before. He probably couldn't even get to his messages. <laughs> yeah. Old fucking I Twitter guy, Jack. That inbox. Jack was like, get this guy off of our platform. And then Joe Rogan's like, I got you, bro. I got a bigger platform than Twitter, basically. And that's literally what happened. Yep. Uh, but the anti-vaccine thing, how did that all come to be? I thought that was one thing that everybody was like on board with. Like, yeah, we don't want these things that could sweep out our entire country ever coming back. So let's just go ahead and do this. And then all of a sudden it became like the cool thing to be. Jenny McCarthy was pushing it to everyone. Yeah. And she was married to... What's his name? Jim, Jim Carrey at the time. And you can't believe anything oh, Jenny McCarthy says because we saw her at that Super Bowl party the one time when uh, she was pushing people not to smoke and she was ripping darts in the club at the yeah. Super Bowl party. Bro, I respect she, that. She movie. went through. I, I think it's one of the most impressive cigarette smokers I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, granted, it might just be whenever she drinks or whatever. She was having a good time. But there wasn't a single moment of that evening that I looked over that she wasn't finishing a cigarette going into another one. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know if I was catching her at every chain link yeah, in the yeah, chain yeah, yeah, smoking, yeah. but she was turning one over every time I looked at her. It was very impressive. But that's how it all started is Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, because yeah. they were for years, I guess, there was some amount of mercury in the immunization shot. So mercury, people were trying to link that. To, well, they were trying to link that oh, to yeah, autism. And Fucking Dr. Diggs. <laughs> and here, Dr. Diggs will speak again here. The, the real issue here with the anti-vaccinationers <coughs> is on. that with global warming, the permafrost and the glaciers are now melting and old diseases are coming back. Oh. So if you're not being vaccinated for those old diseases, you have a much higher percentage chance of getting that disease now than you did 30 years ago. So now is the worst time to stop vaccinating. I think that's a really good call. Nobody thinks about the jackalopes that are being unfrozen. Correct. Those yeah. And the diseases that they have. It's just like the, the sap from Jurassic World with the mosquitoes and getting their blood in the DNA. Mm-hmm. Basically the same thing. It's a troubling issue that we got to deal with these days. But there's no way people really, like Jenny McCarthy they still getting her kids vaccines, right? Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. For sure. She's saying it to take it. I don't know. Honestly. I don't know. Jim Carrey is an odd-looking human right now. Did you see that picture of him looking like an ant? An ant? What? An oh. ant? Oh, not like an ant. The oh. insect, like uh, like like, a, like your fifty-year-old ant. Yeah, that, he looks like. Oh. Uh, Jim Carrey's best days are behind him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is that what we're saying? Yeah. He might have a comeback late. In he his career, looks like a middle-aged woman. This one? Wow. Correct. That's right here. Wow. Okay, so the Grinch yeah. is my favorite this, Christmas movie. Oh, he's definitely got some kind of role going on there because he grew his hair out for And Phyllis. He does look like an ant. He does look like an ant there. He, though, is my favorite Grinch. My favorite Christmas. Santa Claus. Favorite Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. Grinch on the other side there. Mm -hmm. Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jim and Andy. That documentary, one of my favorite documentaries Mm -hmm. of all time. Dumb and Dumber was a movie I grew up on. Mm -hmm. I am a Jim Carrey guy, but it seems as if nowadays, every time he gets on a microphone, it's a very interesting situation. Something something short wire. Something went wrong. Did he do the DMT, you think, and then something went wrong? Yeah, I'm thinking he did a lot of DMT. 
A and lot of it. Lost in it. I think he's lost in it. He's still. That's in exactly. It. You so just nailed. I didn't do? think about it before, but he definitely did a bunch of DMT. I guess it makes you just dive very deep into your brain and just become oh, like. So you access the other percentages. Yeah, it's like a yeah. reborn type situation. It's like coming out of the cave. That would make so much sense because he speaks <laughs> as if he's on a DMT trip the entire time. So it's like limitless, but like. Yeah, it's deep though. It's like deep, like what life is, the meaning of life, and everything like, like that. It says he took it in 2012. So it kind of makes sense. Oh, so he oh, did yeah. take it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Spiritual like, awakening. I could never it. do that. Like I'd be okay. fucked for the rest. Of it. I would be Jim Carrey. I would immediately turn into. Well, there, like that. You know, it might go well though. Yeah. Already oh, weird, on, you know right? Me. Joe yeah, Rogan sure. became one of the deepest brains of all time, and he talks about it very. Yeah, yeah but he could also he like, handled it well. Obviously, he, he he handles marijuana very very well. It seems like, like oh, you could. So maybe I'm a. So DMT you probably you could handle it. Me on the other hand, who can't take an edible edible, I just you might as well fucking put me in a clinic right after I did. Foxy and I are going to be at um we're gonna be in orlando next week mm-hmm. we're going into avatar oh yeah oh excuse me what what's that about going into pandora bub oh yeah what? excuse me uh, it's on tuesday down uh, how long's the flight how do you get there well oh jeez it's just a walk-in type thing. Oh, okay. Where, where's the, t- oh, Pandora, Pandora Park. Park. Yeah, it's a Universal, I think. Yeah, yeah. Universal. Oh, there's one yeah. Universal now. It's fun. Uh, Samantha's setting it up. She's coming down to Orlando. Uh huh. And she wants to go see the animals. I guess there's an animal kingdom. Animal kingdom. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. a fun time. Huge tree, tree but, of life. But she oh. sold me on the Avatar. Yes. She was mm-hmm. like, "Let's go to Smart. Avatar," <laughs> and then I think the plan is go to Avatar. Do the walk through Avatar, find Jacob Solly, high five him, congratulate him (laughs) on winning the tree of unobtainium, get everybody out of there, do that whole thing, maybe hop on a bird too, fly around. (laughs) And then the move is probably right over to Animal Kingdom, where I guess it's just a big ass fucking petting zoo. Hey, two parks in a day is a bold move, my friend. It is. Do you get to go into the Avatar? Yeah, I I think so. Do they have avatars running around? I want to be in. You know what I want to be in, even though he's a bad guy? Yep. The guy with the three scars, that big. Titanfall. <laughs> Don't forget what team you're on. <laughs> the pictures look amazing for this. Yeah, that's whenever he said edible, that's what I was thinking. My first oh. thought was next Tuesday. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna. Gonna need one. I'm probably gonna yeah. throw one there. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Jacob Solly. Yeah. I'm gonna be him. I'm gonna be him. I'm That'd be cool him. if they like gave you a suit to walk in and around all yeah. day. Yeah, and you're like eight feet tall. I've never been to any Disney parks. No, they're a good time. Never yeah. seen a Disney movie. Never been to any Disney parks. I think this Avatar is a part of the whole Disney thing, isn't it? Oh, it is, yeah. It's in that area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been, so I'm excited to go you check it out. You should cosplay as Jacob Sully oh, when should. you go. Oh. You get wheelchair, Ooh. cut the lines. Oh, oh. I don't think like that. That's a great That's idea. Smart. Oh, so you want me to act like I'm a military vet? No, no, just a, a- paralyzed, <laughs> wounded veteran. <laughs> To get to the front of the line you get at fast. Avatar, you should get a no, fast, make fast for sure. Yeah, fast. Go fast, fast, fast. Spring break season. Good. I'll get you a discount on that. Of course. Box, box Does your, is your fucking dad Walt? <laughs> box <laughs> box <laughs> top. Also from Harlan Radio 2.0. Check that out. Zeno was on one. He had quite a day. Uh, no, I got a, I got a Disney guy. He does actually. So fast pass is there like a super fast? So I went to uh, Six Flags for the first time with uh, not Six Flags. It was probably actually it's the second time. Cedar Point. Oh, we went to Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. First time going to Six Flags over there in Ohio, and I got talked into buying the super fast pass. There's a fast pass and a super fast pass. I got talked into buying it by the person I was selling. It was a high school kid hustling the fuck out of me. And <laughs> they're normally at, at Disney. They're worth it. The it, sup- it is. The I, super fast pass, though, was the same exact one as the fast pass. There's, there's no such thing as the super fast pass, <laughs> yeah. at, at least at Disney. 
respect to that. There's a, there's you, actually, bought, you bought that kid's that weed. Kid yeah. Yeah. That was the same kid that took fucking Foxy's vape pen. <laughs> yeah, was. That was the same kid. That was goddamn kid. Good hustle. That was my cousin. Good yeah, they're working hustle. at carnivals, man. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. It's called the Fast Pass Plus. Oh, there is one. Yeah, see, there it is. We're gonna definitely get that. I, I think I think we're gonna. Pull I think the it's totally out. worth. You it. should do all the parks so if you're gonna be down there. Well, not, well we're gonna be down there. Yeah, quite a bit. On a pretty regular. That's where the performance center is for WWE, and they have us go down there. And I mean, we didn't have many restrictions. No, we can do anything we want. <laughs> it's like, just make some content for us, man. Whatever you want to do. And like, uh, can we're allowed to go in here. Uh, just tell us before you go in there. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Uh, how about that foam wrestling ring? Uh, just don't tell us you're going on that. Just, <laughs> just do that without us telling. <laughs> if you hurt yourself, we are not getting sued for that. None of us are going to take them. You got it, man. It's awesome down there. But I think that Avatar thing is going to be cool. It's going to be coming right after our. Uh, we're taking a little road trip here. Are you announcing yeah, Fastlane? No, right? I'll be doing Fastlane in Cleveland. I'm doing a watch along. Oh, okay. Oh, so cool. just like Joe Rogan's yep. Fight Companion mm-hmm. and um, the Electric Chair and all these things, they're going to be showing me. Uh-huh watching the Fastlane pay-per-view, uh-huh. and then they're going to be funneling in superstars to come awesome. join me, if, whether it's nice. after their match, before their match, old superstars, and they're just going to be sitting next to me. So it's going to be like a three-hour open mic Live? for me. Yep. Yeah. Oh, let's Twitter, nice. Facebook, YouTube. Is awesome. that where it's going to be? All three. That's oh, going to be, gonna be awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's go. I didn't know that. Yep. I'm pretty excited, though. I just yeah. get to sit there, and Finn Balor is going to be one of, my, uh, one of the guests in there. Mm-hmm. Sweet. He's okay. going to come through there for a second. Finn and I have met before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we shook hands. We shook hands. Best friends. So He's good at makeup. At what? Makeup. I don't think he does any makeup. <laughs> no, when he did the... Um, the demon. The demon. Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I thought you meant like on his day-to-day. Right. No, no, no. You look at might. him. He, he might be... The demon was incredible. Hey, he is chiseled out of fucking stone. Yeah. really is. Yeah. I'm going to have a lot of questions about his diet, <laughs> a lot of his, about his, his workouts, his, routine. his day-to-day. Yep. All these things about everything, but he, whenever he paints on that demon, yeah, it unbelievable. is unbelievable. So you're going to you're driving driving, to driving from Indy to Cleveland for Fast Lane mm-hmm. with old Frankie Boy in his new Jeep. Hilarious! I'm oh. driving by the you're way. You're putting miles on that lease already? Got to, got to do it. If it's a lease, yeah, you hammer. It. Is there only a certain amount of miles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you oh, go yeah. over, you pay. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Should trade we get a rental? Early. It's for content. Listen, he just got it. He has three years to cut back. Yeah. You, you pack those miles on early. Yeah, it's an early signing bonus. Catch him on the back side. By, by, by that time, he's going to be a thousandaire. Even if you're at least, at least, if, you, if you're not a if you're not a WWE fan, just for 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 just a way to look at it, I'm going to have a lot of things to talk about. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, going to yeah. be in a room filled with, they're talking about like the, the names that have been sent to me about, oh, the, this person will stop in there. I'm like, no way. They're like, yeah, it's easy because you're backstage. You'll be able to do whatever you want. And it's just going to be a running camera, just nonstop. Every, awesome. I mean, I'm worried potentially because this is a PG operation that I just have a four hour open mic. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be a wild scene, You'll but I'm excited for that. Professional. Have fun. I, I think, I think you'll enjoy us. So we'll retweet it obviously mm-hmm. uh, because the WWE doesn't have enough followers, so Correct. we'll put it out. <laughs> we'll put it out to our uh-huh. our channels oh, yeah. to make sure go. that people see that it's happening. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. You know, and then Pittsburgh Monday Night Raw on Monday, obviously, mm-hmm. is in Ooh. Pittsburgh. So we're going from Cleveland to Pittsburgh, which is hometown. Hometown. Going to watch uh, Monday Night Raw. Maybe do a little chit chatting around town. 
Uh, can't wait for that. Crowds in Pittsburgh always electric, so I'm excited for that. And then we fly down to Orlando Tuesday, Danner, and then um, <laughs> go to Avatar, yep. probably pet a lion. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday we got or, uh, Performance Center stuff, yep. and then we're off and running. That's man. awesome. Let's go. With these podcasts Quite next week, there's going to be... Um, there's going to be some good shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. A, I'm going to be in a car for four hours. I haven't done this in a long time. I don't know how this is going to go, to be honest. Surprising. Mm-hmm. Road trip. I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, I woke up, thought about Here, getting a plane. Think about this. Okay. You said the other day that you don't mind layovers. Think about, or no, you're actually driving. I was going to say, if you're sitting in the passenger seat, it's just a layover yeah, while, but, while moving. But in those layovers, you can walk around. I can go stop at a spa. Right. I can get a nice 15-minute massage. Get some yogurt. Get some yogurt. I can go stop by. You can by. do that. You just stop on the road. You go to nice sheets. Yeah, but then you're not digging in. Get yourself an MTO. Your layovers get longer yeah. when you stop. Right. You know what I mean? It's just getting longer. And nice. I got a bladder. Everybody Flight's knows. a little bit. Hey, everybody knows my bladder is not a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you were thinking. I was like, I'll just drive and meet you there. You can fly. Wow. You won the saddle up. Man, the people, oh. Pat. I was going to drive with you, but it's Cleveland, so, you know. <laughs> Be some good I'm conversation. Also, I've also got a concussion on my schedule this weekend. Can't wait for that. Very excited. What do you got going on? Snowboarding. Going back to Seven Springs. Are you really? You're wearing a helmet? Number one mountain resort in the Mid-Atlantic. Don't, not a big deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do I do actually wear a helmet because I've had two concussions on the ski slopes. That's a good idea. We heard it there in your saying ski yeah. slope. <laughs> <laughs> I am worried about you. Me no. too, dude, because it's been – I haven't had – we had, like, I haven't had a chance to get back during the winter to uh, snowboard. Since I've moved out here, and it's been two years. You own a snowboard? Yeah. Hey, Diggs used to be a sloper now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, used to, I used to go all the fucking time. I worked at the ski slopes as one of my first jobs. Nice. But what I'm saying is, you used to be a, a very incredible athlete. Now you ran two routes on a football field. You broke your foot exactly. and pulled your hamstring. Here's the thing. It's just like it, it's just like getting back in the gym where like you just go way too fucking hard the first day. I assume it's going to be like that, and I'm going to... There's a concussion. I'm worried about your back. knees. I'm no, worried no, about the whole are, body, bro. Yeah. There's, You're 30 now. I know. Hemorrhoids. Fuck. Yeah, that asshole. Maybe we should it. reconsider and do the tubing. Maybe you should do the tubing. <laughs> tubing is here's a win-win-win-win. You're going down the hill. You're having fun. You literally can't fuck it up because if you get off the tube, guess what you're still doing? Sliding down the hill down. as if you were yeah. on the tube. It's a, say, it's a win-win. The McAfee's love the tubing. It's a McAfee move. Everyone loves tubing. Tubing's a great time. My worry is if I go back out after hitting the foggy goggle, that's when bad oh, things happen. Hey. <clears throat> but uh, the girlfriend doesn't know, being from Indiana, flat place, she doesn't know how to ski or snowboard. So Bunny Hill. Can't leave her inside nice. at the bar too long by herself, so I can't be out there too Yeah, because you're a gentleman. Nice. Saving myself. Yeah, you are. But I am slightly worried. I'll be honest with How's you. the powder looking for dude, the weekend? the pow is fresh, <laughs> fresh and pow-pow? deep, dude. Nice. <laughs> I can't take you fucking winter people seriously. <laughs> I honestly can't. Back hate- in the day, whenever there was a little group of you guys that all that worked go, at the yeah. slopes, mm-hmm. and everybody talked about how much fun it is. I was like, this is awesome, and I went. I was like, I fucking hate <laughs> I am so cold. I am one little away from ending both my soccer Correct. and football career. <laughs> yeah. This couldn't be any worse. And everybody in here knows me, so I can't just get alcohol here. This is a fucking no-win situation. But as I get now, I'm, I'm older. I think I would enjoy mm-hmm. being able to do something. It's, it's fun. fun. It's, it's, fun. Fun. Yeah. it's a lot of fun. But it Cold seems like stuff. such a process, though. It is. Yeah. You got to get all your shit mm-hmm. on. You got to waddle. You got to get the thing all the way up the thing. You got to go down the thing. I don't like the ski lift either. Tell you, here's, the, here's what made the ski lift better now is you had to have like a one hitter or a bull. Yeah. And, a, and if the wind was going, fuck your lighter. But now with the pens... Snowboarding's oh, become a lot more fun. Oh, a lot 
lot easier. Uh, a lot you, more you don't enjoyable. see any commercials about vape helping out. No, <laughs> no you really no, you don't. don't. You don't, dude. You just uh, see uh, you just see the hurtful ones. I think they're illegal. Who? Where? Commercials for selling tobacco and helping out tobacco. Oh, vitamins. Vitamins. Yeah. Vitamins. I, mean, I see a lot of vitamins commercials all the time. GNC has vitamins commercials yeah, all the time. All yeah, time. they do. All the time. <laughs> just poked a hole in your fucking theory. Gorman, you're a, you're a winner guy, aren't you? I can tell you like the skiing. I do, yeah. You're I a do. skier. I do not snowboard. I ski, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're country club, dude. Club med. Two mm-hmm. different sides of the mountain, right? Yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. that one yeah, movie. Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. sky. Diggs is an urchin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Great marketing strategy you came up for with the vape that they ignored, though, to sell it in extra well, windy literally, places. Literally, like, if yeah. you were a vitamin taker. You live in a place where it's while, windy. Like you had to like light it while inside of your jacket. It was a whole fucking situation, but mm-hmm. now the pen, it's like gloves on. You're a skier yeah, though, huh? I love it. You do it often? Like this winter you've gone? I have not gone this winter. Uh, last winter, yes, I did. There's people that like make entire vacations out of it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're going out to Colorado. Yep. Oh, wait till you see my IG post when I'm in a bathing suit in the snow. It's real sexy. Boyne Highlands. Sorry. Boyne. I was going to say, you definitely got to go to Boyne. Right? Michigan, yeah. yeah. Well, that's an IG model move. So, Are you going to fucking do the snowboard in your I'm, underwear? I'll, I'll have a parka on with a... With a uh, bathing suit, oh, like sitting next to like hey, a scarf, a tub. Hey, there's a half pipe up there, right? You want oh, yeah. to go hit that there half, is a half pipe? pipe? There's a bunch yeah. of board parks. I'll hit a couple rails for you guys. It's not a big deal. Cocaine. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, <laughs> so growing up in Plum, where was like the like the slutting spot? Boys, just, just, everywhere. My house had a fucking incredible everywhere. one. My house had a double whoop de whoop that got really? you really. Yeah, everywhere. It's literally. You got to remember, Pittsburgh is described as which hills do you live in? Mm-hmm. Like we grew up in the East Hills, then there's the South Hills, the North Hills. The the, the hills are literally everything. That yeah. is where we grow. That's why when you come to Indiana, it is a bit of a culture shock for a little yes. bit. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. Oh yeah. And then now when I go back to Pittsburgh, like on Monday, I'm probably gonna get sick. Mm-hmm. I get I get sick. I get altitude sickness going home. <laughs> so why it's a wild scene? But I also had a great sled riding hill behind my house too, straight down hey, the woods. I love it. What would you guys use in Pittsburgh? A lot of sled, obviously. But yeah. not not buying a sled from the, the sporting goods Garbage store. bag was a good move. Garbage oh, bag? Garbage. How, about a, how about a pizza? Uh, have you ever done no. that? Hold no. On, hold on to a pizza. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Well, we weren't that poor. Well, yeah, Jesus. I think garbage bag is a little bit of uh, a step up. But <laughs> do you remember the round? The, there was a oh, round the discs. discs. By yeah. far the fastest. The disc changed the game. The disc changed the game. Almost a couple near deaths, too, yeah. down oh, yeah. on my street. Uh-huh. Because you go... You go down a big hill, and then there's a flat area. That's where I used to kick the soccer ball kids on the wall. Kids die. They would go into the streets and die. A yeah. Of, a lot of kids end up in rivers around here on them. Yeah, but there's no hills it's, here. It's all flat. Oh, but when you to travel Find to one? a hill, yeah. they all end at a river. Yeah. So True. Yeah. Yeah, because it always rolls towards water. Just mm-hmm. like the Grand Canyon. Everybody knows that. We have to find a river bank because we don't have regular hills. I was a head first guy, though. Oh yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Gotta, gotta be, yeah. Like that's why you control better too. Well, in the Olympics, I don't understand the guys that do the back lay one, the skeleton. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. no, skeleton. skeleton. Yeah, skeleton. Uh, yeah. Those ones, I don't know how they do that. Uh, scare the shit out of me. The head first ones, though, I think is much more. My belly would get in the way. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to go out on a limb here. I think skeleton is the sport that we like. That goes head first. Luge, I believe, is. Luge is on your back. Yeah, it's on your back. I believe we're big skeleton guys. Oh, skeleton's a head first. I believe so. That's the one where people seem to get hurt in. Yeah. But, but it makes sense to me that that's the one I would want to do because it feels like you're more in control. I never understood the kids that would sit on sleds and like lay down. Well, they're nerds. I always tried to surf on them <laughs> or snowboard standing. on them on the sled. I didn't do that. Bad for ankles. I was always worried about my legs blowing out. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, skeleton, Good job, by the skeleton way. is head first. Okay. So wow. skeleton's head first. Lose, mm-hmm. you were right there. The bobsledding. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
How come that isn't like a more easily thing to do? It is like in Lake Placid. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like, how come? (laughs) <laughs> like recreationally, yeah. you mean? it is yeah. if you go yeah. to the place where everyone does it. Yeah. Go to the Olympic Park, yeah. and maybe head over to Russia too. Stop I mean, by Sochi. I don't understand <laughs> why local water parks Come don't on. just freeze their slides, oh. and everyone can do some bobsledding yeah. during the winter. Makes no sense. Also to me. known as dead. <laughs> okay, because those hills are pretty big. Do water parks happen in a lot of places? I mean, they do where we're from. Pittsburgh Sandcastle, Shutter oh, right? No, shut her down. It was outdoor. You had to walk up these like. Oh no, no, it's open still. You had yes, yeah, still open. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the Sandcastle was the place to shut. Oh it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to walk up these tiny little stairs all the way up to the fucking oh, yeah. top. Oh yeah. In some place, some of them you had to carry like a tube with you. Yep, oh, all yeah. the way up. All the way yep. up. And those things still happen or oh, not? Oh yeah, there's a there's a huge one in uh, like right outside Waterloo. They built a bunch of stuff around it. It's like one of the biggest attractions in Iowa now. It's yeah. awesome. Those are a good time. Really then good. you lay down at night and you still feel like you're on the yep. fucking slide. <laughs> mm-hmm. You remember those days? There's one called Geauga Lake up by Cleveland one time. That was a go-to Ooh, spot. Geauga. What are we gonna do in Cleveland? They got casinos in Cleveland? I don't know. Actually, Ooh, I don't rock know. and roll hall. Uh, yeah. No, it's just a piece of shit. See if you guys can find maybe like a Seeger show somewhere. What is it called? It's uh, the Flats. I think it's called the Flats, the area where you're supposed to go there. Well, right, because people from Ohio came to Pittsburgh's casino because they didn't have a casino in Ohio. So let's assume that the casino is out in Ohio. Mm. We're going to be in Cleveland for... Basically one day where we're not really going to do much. Go to a Cavs game. Tickets available. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the way yeah, probably. We can probably sit court side there. You huh? probably could. Probably be <laughs> we might be able to get in the game. <laughs> yeah. we'll in. We might be able to get in a goddamn game. When we go to Pittsburgh, though, we're there's definitely- casinos in Ohio. Yeah, I figured there probably would be because we got them in Cincinnati now. Live, live. live Cincinnati's dealers. on the boat, right? Yeah. Cleveland's so on the water as well. They have water through there. Yeah. Cleveland is yeah, on the lake. Stake by the lake. Okay, so we're gonna hit a couple of casinos. That's awesome. I'm excited for that. Yep. Can't fucking I wait. I said you're going to the casino. It's a dumb, too. R- dumb, yeah. dumb rule, isn't it? Though maybe Todd can. Uh, oh, you could sports bet on Monday. Yeah, in oh. Pittsburgh, you, halfway through the game too. If I, which I am good at feeling out a team, huh. and I can go bet halfway through live betting at in the Rivers Casino. There, they got a live sports book in there. there you go. Awesome. That's Nick, a good casino. I've been there, but I'm talking about Indiana casinos and in, like you said, Cincinnati. They got to be on a boat. You got to be on water to gamble. Yes. What is that? Shelby. bullshit. Well, it's all hustle, right? It's all bureaucratic bullshit. Right? Just to keep the number of licenses down so people have to pay more for them. So their friends can get them? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Backroom hustle. Yeah. Hey, respect. Just like what's <laughs> happening with the marijuana licenses now, too. I think that's what's going to happen with the marijuana license. you got all these potheads that grow their own weed, and they're all like, well, wait till it's legal. I'm going to do it. I'm like, well, you better start shaking some politicians' <laughs> hands. Yeah. yeah, i got some real friends that have been doing some real uh-huh. damage, like how high type shit with Method Man, and they're like, I'm just waiting on it to become legal na- uh, nationwide. I'm like... Well, you better get to work and lobbying for a fucking thing because they're, they're going to control the licenses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to control. You get a permit, you get a permit, and yeah. you get a permit because you donated X amount to my campaign, you donated X amount exactly. to my campaign, you donated. Do they do that? So obviously not here because you could sell it in uh, gas stations and stuff like that, but like in Pennsylvania where beer distributors, is are they they have licenses too, like a limited number of licenses? Yeah, because there's only alcohol? state stores. So in, mm. in Pennsylvania, you can get liquor at a state store uh-huh. and then beer from a beer store. You can't get them at a gas station. You can't get them at a grocery store. You can't do any of that. You have to go through that. I would assume that's the same type of thing. You have mm. to like petition to get a license to do this, to do that. It's probably just like mm. bars and restaurants everywhere. Yeah, I, I would think so. I would assume that's the case. We need to get one of the marijuana You ones, know the mayor. Though. Yeah, we do. Of what town? Here. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gone after him pretty hard for these potholes. <laughs> and I don't know if he's the guy pulling the trigger on the marijuana dispensary. Do you know the governor? Uh, I don't know the governor, but he did follow me on Twitter the other day. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, hey, that might be the first step. Hey, big Yellow news. Branch. I'll send him a DM. Guys, Windows Vitamins license. <laughs> I'm going to need those. <laughs> I think we could have a little nice little operation. Somebody got a green thumb in here, I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Friends, we'll have to friends in the Zito. family. I think Zito could do it. Can we call it the Vitamin Branch? I'm just... Workshopping, right? <laughs> <laughs> Workshopping. <laughs> Workshopping. Word shopping. You're not buying. You're not buying words. Uh, you can't buy a vowel. Workshop is like a <laughs> workshop is when you go and work through something. <laughs> so, so it's workshopping. There you yeah. go. Oh, yeah, yeah, so edit that last part out and just say workshopping. That a boy. Nice Thank little you. Zito <laughs> thought there for sure. <laughs> well, I'm just workshopping. <laughs> Zito, Chicago. Uh, Nice place. Ben Askren said he's had a fight there. Are we going to go to that? Do we have? I to have a very good disc golf course over there. So, mm. oh, we're going to take him disc golfing because that's in June. It'll be nice too. Oh, oh, June beautiful. Oh, there's content. There's a big hill. Uh, it's like maybe like 20, 40 feet up above the ground, and you huge. shoot over. It's a par three course. Okay. Amazing. Hashtag end game. <laughs> hashtag end gang. Tell Ben Askren thank you for coming on the show on Twitter, and then tell him you would like for him. To disc golf against me one on one in Chicago uh, yep. in June for uh-huh. his next fight. Either uh, I don't know when he would do it. I honestly don't know when he would. June seventh. The day before maybe. he's in that goddamn <laughs> uh, bathtub doing yeah. the one seventy. Maybe wear a sweatsuit out there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, wear a sweatsuit. There Maybe it is. Losing weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then that will make it fair. He's next yeah. to death. <laughs> and I'm at my peak performance. Exactly. <laughs> okay, good. So that's what we tell him. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame. If he responds to you, if he answers, uh, the first one he answers, we'll give you uh, yep. a couple shirts uh, from the merch store. We appreciate mm-hmm. you all so much. Mm-hmm. From myself, at Tom McComas, at Diggs. Yeah, what is he? Choo choo. A train, choo choo. Get off the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> is that not available? Is A train, choo choo, not available? Not enough characters. Well, you can get to Choo Cho probably. Mm, at least. A train <laughs> Choo Cho. Well, what about getting off the tracks? <laughs> well, you can add that to it. So, this is what you had to do back in the day on Twitter. So, maybe it's A train C H U C H U, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's A. Oh, I don't know how like you Get oh, off yeah. the tracks. So, G T T O. No, D O D A T T. Yeah, get off the tracks. A train C H U C H U G O T T. Yep. And tracks with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's dead. At <laughs> uh, Nick Barato at Hey Gorman. At <laughs> Viva Lazito at Boston Connor. There's no chance you're going to find it the way he spelled it. It was nope. stupid. At Evan Foxy <laughs> and at Ty Schmidt with one T. Yeah, it's spelled correctly. Yep. Uh, send us a tweet we're all so thankful for all of you you guys are the absolute best Ty Schmidt hit the oh have a great weekend Heartland Radio 2.0 tomorrow Friday bangers good conversation you'll enjoy it we're in a little bit of a dead time here with the world oh by the way anything going on in hockey yes there are things going on Hmm. And that's hockey time. <laughs> Let's go. World's going to pick up next week. Free agency starts. Okay. The new year starts. We appreciate you fucking with us, though, and spending some time. We're going to learn a lot about each other because a lot of things are about to happen in a very quick time. And I hope we can give you a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look at how everything is building for us. I think we do that on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pretty transparent. There's a lot of things potentially on the table for us, for me, 
And I'll be excited to detail it through and through. And I thank you all so much for following along. What you guys did on Twitter on Monday mm-hmm. was one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. In my yeah, life. There it is. Good stuff, people. Good no, I have not been offered the gig. I don't know if I will. But we caused quite a fucking disruption in the space, and I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. And if those dumbasses can't see it, that's on them, not on us. Hey, you're yeah. in the room, brother. You're in the room. We're in the room. Probably not in the booth, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Thank you guys so much. Ty Schmidt, hit the music. Tether off, we're going to tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Tether off, we're going to tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Tether off, we're going to tether off the mother sucker.
Yeah. 